Hello everyone and welcome to our Threshold podcast. We are so happy that you have taken time to join us today and we pray that you will be absolutely encouraged by the plethora of messages and encouraging words that we share here in our church. Threshold is a family of believers based in East Riding of Yorkshire in the wonderful city of Hull and our head pastors are Pastor Deborah and Philip Banda. Be blessed. Yeah, so last week, uh, we've been looking at beautiful ashes, yeah? Yes. How God has beautified us and how God has moved us from ashes into beauty. And we were told, men and women, that you're beautiful. And uh, I'm sure that we believe that we are beautiful. Amen. So today we are looking at the oil of joy for mourning. Amen. Oil of joy for mourning. And um, yeah, let us just keep that in mind. The theme for this year, declaring the, the, the glory of God. Declaring the glory of God. Hallelujah. So on the 31st of December, 2019, as the click, as the, as the clock was ticking, I should say, we were waiting for the clock to turn into 23:59, and those seconds we were counting them until we turned into 0, 0, 0, 0. And then there were shouts of joy everywhere. I don't know where you were, but there were shouts of joy in our house. The noise was just too much, but there was jubilation and. I'm sure wherever you were, you can remember that there was a lot of shouting and hugs and just noise, just knowing that we've gotten into another new year, yeah? Mm -hmm. So that was joy. That was joy. But then that joy, not everybody will carry out that joy into December because it kind of runs out. That joy depends on what has happened to you. That joy depends on um, just that moment. It is not as lasting as the joy that the Lord gives. All right? So today, that what we want to share, what we want to talk about is the fact that the joy of the Lord, the oil of joy that the Lord gives can carry you from January February, March, April, I'm going to get to December, don't worry. April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, and December. Those, that is the promise of God. That is the promise of God. That is how God wants us to live in this life, to carry our joy every day. Amen. But the question can be, what if something happens to me? Because there will be times whereby you are at the top mountain and the joy can just show up like that and it is so easy. What happens when you're in the valley? What happens when, when, when things are not going as you planned them to be? What happens? Where can the joy be? How can you find the joy? And it is all in the word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. So we're going to get into um, some scriptures. I hope you have brought your Bibles, your, your 
homes nowadays. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna get into Isaiah, Isaiah 61, one to three. And we're also gonna read Hebrews one, verse nine. So Isaiah 61, I'm gonna read from the first verse. It says, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes. Someone say amen. amen. The oil of joy for mourning, another amen. amen. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that's for next week, you can say amen. amen. That they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. Hallelujah. Amen. And then Hebrews 1 verse 9, it says, you can be writing, there will be a lot of verses today. You have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore God, your God, I love that. Therefore God, your God, has set you above your companions by anointing you with the oil of joy. Hallelujah. Let me read that in the message version. You love the right and hate the wrong. And that is why your very own God poured fragrant oil on your head, marking you out as king from among your dear companions. I love that. Don't you just love God? So there's this there's kind of a string attached to this oil of joy that God is giving us, that the Spirit of the Lord is promising us. And that string that is attached to this joy is, well, it is not much. It is just you being righteous and you hating wickedness. Where do I get that from? The verses we've just read. You love righteousness and hate wickedness. Therefore, your God has set you above your companions by anointing you with the oil of joy. So I was kind of intrigued. I wanted to know more about this oil. I was, I was doing my preparations because I, I wanted to understand what is it about this oil. And uh, I, was, I was led to Exodus. Exodus 30, we won't read it. You can write it down and in your private study you can go through it. And Exodus 30, from verse 22 to 30, God had given instructions about how to compose, how to put together this oil. And these instructions were given to Moses. And uh, as you read, you realize that God is a God of excellence. And God is a God who knows how to spoil his children. That is you and me. 
As you read um, how this oil was supposed to be constituted, put together, it tells you the spices that were supposed to be put in that anointing oil. It talks about myrrh, it talks about cinnamon, it talks about cassia, it talks about Frankie's other one. Yeah? <laughs> yeah? And uh, if I can just fast forward to the New Testament, most of these spices are the spices that were taken to baby Jesus. Are we together? Yes. Remember those three kings that are not three kings? Yeah? <laughs> yeah? So God had asked Moses to say, when you are putting together this anointing oil that I'm asking you to do, you need to put these spices. And then they're not just spices, they're quality spices. Yeah? And when you have put them together, you are going to carry the anointing, you're going to take this anointing oil, pour it on Aaron, and pour it on his, his sons. Basically, those were the instructions. And they were told that this oil was not supposed to be put, they were not supposed to, no one else was supposed to make this oil. Nobody else. Only the high priest was allowed to do this job. If you mix it, if you do it at home, you are dying. <laughs> this is how serious God was. So this was just supposed to be done by the high priest. This was a high priest job to put together this oil for the anointing. Yeah? So this was a special oil. Now Jesus, let's go into the New Testament. Jesus comes on the scene and Jesus says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. What we have just read in, 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 um, in Isaiah, Isaiah 61, we've just read that. So Jesus announces that in Luke chapter 4. We say, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to do this. He has anointed me to do this. He has anointed me to do this. And then after reading, he sits down. And then, I like this part. After sitting down, he says, this has been fulfilled in your hearing today. This has been fulfilled in your ears today. What Jesus is saying, in your face. <laughs> I like that. This has been fulfilled today. What Jesus is saying, all that you knew, he's talking to people who know the law. He's talking to the Pharisees and the Sadducees are in the house. What Jesus is saying, I know how oil is supposed to be made. No one else is supposed to carry this anointing oil. Only the anointed, only the instructed ones, only the high priest. And I am one of them. So I have come to set the captives free, to heal the brokenhearted. And it is not making sense. Because the Pharisees are saying, well, we know who you are. Joseph and Mary, we know Joseph and Mary. We've been to school, we've been studying the law, inside out, upside down, we've been studying it. You were not there. How can you say, today you're fulfilling this in our hearing? It doesn't make sense. Yeah? And they're saying on top of that, you're not old enough. <laughs> you're not old enough. You can say this has been fulfilled in our hearing. 
And then Jesus, he said, wow, you talk about Moses. Before Moses was, I am. And that is even more confusing. Come on, Jesus. Before Moses was, the person that you think you honor more, before he existed, I am. I was there before Moses. That does not make sense to the Pharisees and the Sadducees. But you know what? When you know that the anointing of the Lord is upon you, when you know that God has given you a mandate, when you know that you are the high priest, you have boldness. That is how, that is why you can declare things. Are you with me? So I was asking myself, so do I qualify for this anointing oil? Do I qualify today to have this anointing oil? Then I was, I was, I was led to, to, to Revelation um, 1 verse 6. It says, to him who loves us and has freed us, that's Jesus, right? To him who loves us and has freed us from our sins, by his blood, and had made us to be a kingdom and priests to serve his God and Father. To him be glory and power forever and ever. You don't need any more confirmation. Hallelujah. So when God is promising us oil of joy, the reason why he is trusting us with this oil of joy is because he has moved us. He knows that when we are anointed, we are kings and priests in the kingdom. That belongs to us to accept and believe. That has been declared already. God knows it. When he looks at you, he looks at you as a king and as a, as a priest. He knows that you have this on you. You are anointed with this, but then it belongs to us to believe, to walk it, to act it, to believe it, so that the world out there can know that I've been, I've been dealing with a priest today, I've been dealing with a king today, hallelujah, because that's what we are in the kingdom of God, amen. I want to submit to you today that as we're talking about the oil of joy, we understand that this oil of joy is the Holy Spirit himself. This oil of joy, as it comes on us, it is the sacred presence of the Holy Spirit. I want us to understand that when the oil of joy comes, it will manifest in different ways according to our situations. When the oil of joy comes to the person who's Seek, obviously, healing should manifest. When the oil of joy comes, when there is lack, abundance should manifest. When the oil of joy comes to someone who's down, there should be an uplifting. When the oil of joy comes in each and every circumstance that you can even imagine, the things should turn around. So the oil of joy is there. You know what? I was thinking about bottomless. You know, have you been to... Uh, when you go to somewhere, and I don't know where else they do bottomless. Nando's. Nando's. <laughs> yeah, there's bottomless drinks, yeah? You drink and then you can 
go and sit down and go again. If, if you're a student, you know those students, and sometimes we laugh when we go and meet students. One buys and then they just, you know, they just pass the cups. <laughs> yeah, bottomless, bottomless. Just imagine that this anointing oil is bottomless. You can ask for it any time. But the question is, well, I have been anointed already. Well, I've received the Holy Spirit already. Do I need to be filled every day? Yes, 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 yes. Because it is bottomless. You need it because every day will bring different things. Every month can bring different challenges. We need an answer, a different answer every day. Are you with me? Um, Acts, um, in chapter 2, the Holy Spirit was poured out. And as uh, the Holy Spirit was poured out, we know that there was a bit of chaos. And people are saying, well, these guys are just drunk. Oh, look at them. And, you know, and Peter had to stand up and back it up and say, no, these people are not drunk. They're just... The, the scriptures are just being fulfilled in, in the house today. And then I was reading uh, Acts 13, verse 52. The uh, disciples are being persecuted. Jesus has gone, and the disciples are being persecuted. And then the Bible says in Acts um, 13, 52, it says, And the disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit. Again. <laughs> Again. So this is an ongoing thing. It is up to you, it is up to me every day to wake up, lay hands on yourself and say, today the anointing of the Lord is upon me, I'm going to do this. The anointing of the Lord is upon me, I will be successful today. The anointing of the Lord is upon me, I will accomplish what God has for me today. Whether you're going for an interview, I'm going to be successful. I'm the right person they are looking for because the anointing of the Lord is upon me. Because the oil of joy is upon me to change situations. In my house, the oil of joy is upon me. You pronounce that. You declare that. Hallelujah. The oil of joy. So this oil of joy, what does it come to do? There are so many things. And... Um, that I have written down, but we'll see. I might share two. I might share two. If you want the rest, you will buy it from me. Ooh. Hallelujah. <laughs> nothing for nothing. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, the oil of joy. What does the oil of joy come to do in our lives? So the oil of joy brings promotion. Hallelujah. Amen. Where do I get that from? We've just read it in, in Hebrews 1, which says that, and that is why your God, your very own God, marks you out as a king from among your dear companions. He sets you apart. So this oil, when this oil was poured on people, People could see, people could smell it from afar to say, that man has been anointed. Right. They could smell it. Mm. It was a big occasion. Mm. That man has been promoted. God has promoted that man into kingship, into priesthood. They would know it. Yeah? Mm. So that is the same thing that 
This is the same thing that happens to us today. When we partner ourselves with the Holy Spirit, when we accept the oil of joy in our lives, it promotes us. It sets us above everybody. We are consecrated. Are you with me? The oil of joy. You know, the reason why God does that is that is because we, we, nobody else can receive the credit. The Bible tells me in, in, in Psalm 75, 6 to 7, it says, For promotion comes neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south, but God is the judge. He puts down one and sets up another. Yeah? So that is what God can do in our lives. God can move somebody so that you can sit where they were sitting. God can, can, can move your companions so that you can sit where they are sitting. Why? Because you are having, you are holding the oil of joy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is exciting. When we read about the talents, the, um, the parable of the talents in Matthew 25, the Bible says that there was a master who had given talents to to, to the people that were working for him. And he gave two to another, five another, and one another. And one day he came back and uh, needed a report of what they'd done with their talents. And the Bible says that the one with two came and said, well, I've multiplied the talents that you gave me. And the one with five talents did the same, well, I've multiplied what you have given me. And uh, well, this is what the master said to them. The Lord said to them, that is a master, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. <laughs> Enter into the joy of the Lord. You have been faithful. You have been righteous. You have hated wickedness. Come, enter into my rest. Come and sit down with, with me. God knows how to promote us. Hallelujah. The oil of joy gives us strength. Hallelujah. You know, born again are very good with this. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Yeah? The joy of the Lord is my strength. Yeah? But today I want to announce something deeper that you're going to go home with. That when we say that the joy of the Lord is my strength, you know that it's just more than just saying the joy of the Lord is my strength because we have memorized it. It is all good. Nehemiah 8. That we think we're going to open to that. Nehemiah 8. So what um, um, what is happening in that in that in that setting is um, the Israelites have kind of gone out of the way. You know they used to do this thing, right? They repent and they go and sin. They repent and then sin. They repent, you know. So they had done the same thing again, just gone out of the way. And uh, Ezra comes in and Ezra says, "Well, today we're gonna read the law. We're gonna read the word of God." So people were gathered, and the word of God was read to them 
from morning to afternoon. Can you imagine that? People are just hearing the word of God. They're not doing anything but just hearing the word of God. Ezra is reading to them. And the Bible is giving out names as well of the people that were trying to explain what was being read. So that everyone in that congregation, everyone would understand what is happening. So as Ezra is reading the word and as people are explaining what the word really means, people are getting convicted and people are crying. Because they are thinking, is this how far we have come from the will of God? They're crying. And now Ezra comes in and Ezra is saying in, in Nehemiah 8 verse 10, he said to them, go your way, eat the fat, drink the sweet, and send portions to those for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy to our Lord. Do not sorrow, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Hallelujah. So Ezra is announcing a new season here. Ezra is saying, we are not crying today. It's good that we are being convicted, but we are not crying. You go home, eat, and be merry, because the joy of the Lord is your strength. Hallelujah. Amen. So I was intrigued, and I, want, I went to, 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 to uh, the Hebrew version. I wanted to understand what it means to have joy, this joy that he was talking about. And the original Hebrew, this is exciting. The original Hebrew for joy in this verse is kebda or chapter. And do you know what it means? It means joy. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> I just felt like, ah, the meaning for Hebrew, joy, is joy? I'm like, oh God, life made simple, right? So the meaning, <laughs> the meaning is joy. The meaning is gladness. But then it gets better. Because when, when, when he says that the joy of the Lord is your strength, let me tell you what strength is. It, it's not strength. Strength is a Hebrew word meaning a place of safety. It means a place of protection. It means a place of refuge. It means a place of stronghold. Hallelujah. When we are saying the joy of the Lord is my strength, what we are pronouncing, what we are declaring to the world is that in the Lord, the, that's where I find my strength. That's where I find my refuge. That's where I can run to. I am safe there. That is where I can find my protection. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Hallelujah. It is so powerful when you realize that there is a place I can run to. When things are tough out there, there is a place I can run to. Because joy that has been installed in me gives me strength. There is protection. Hallelujah. There, there is refuge. Hallelujah. Don't you just love God? Psalm 27, 1, it says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength with the Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? We cannot be afraid. Why? Because we have a place that we can feel safe all the time. 
in all situations and in all circumstances, there's a place that we can run to. Hallelujah. The joy of the Lord is my strength. The anointing, this anointing, this oil of joy produces joy and gladness. Isaiah 51, 11 says, Therefore the redeemed of the Lord shall return and come with singing unto Zion, and everlasting joy shall be upon their head. They shall obtain gladness and joy, and sorrow and mourning shall flee away. Hallelujah. What, is a, what, a, what a promise that is. You know, when this joy comes in our lives, it gives us hope. When the Spirit comes on us and He pours Himself out, we get hope. When He gives us His Word, we get hope. Not long ago, uh, Apostle Zio was here and he was talking about the Rema Word. It gives us hope. There was a time that um, Asante was born and after, I think after a year or so, we wanted another child and this child was not coming. And it was getting frustrating and it was getting you kind of, it's not an easy situation when you're waiting for a child and the child is not coming. So we waited and waited and you know, when you're thinking, maybe this is not going to happen anymore. And one, one day, um, Pastor Jaron Cooper uh, rang my husband and say, um, Dr. Sharon Stone is in town. Um, uh, she's ministering with our leaders tonight. And uh, we want to extend uh, an invitation to you. Do you want to come? So we went there and... Dr. Sharon Stone is one of the prophetess in, um, in this land, in the UK. She's an American, but she is uh, in the UK. And by then, I didn't know what a prophet is, what a prophet does. You know, you read about it, but you just go that far. You haven't seen or heard anybody prophesying. So it was kind of something new, yeah? So we went there, we went to the meeting, and... Uh, and she, she, she shared uh, the word of God. And after that, there was a time of ministration. And uh, as uh, she was starting to minister, she said, Oh, you are lead, you're, 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 you're um, guest today. So let me start with you. So she invited us and we sat down. And she started prophesying. And she can speak like, you know, like we've just put a fast forward button. That's where she speaks. She just speaks like, yeah, yeah machine gun. She just goes like that. And she said so many things about our ministry, about our lives. And you know, when you're just thinking, who told you? What? 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 You know, your mouth can just get bigger and bigger. You know? And then um, at the end of the day, she said, um, and uh, let me tell you what the Lord says. The Lord says, uh, no, she started saying, well, I can see a boy, I can see a child between the two of you. And uh, we thought, ah, oh, that is a Sante. You know? Then she said, uh, and God said, God says, uh, your first shall not be your last. We just like, do you know what that did to us? Hope. 
That is what the oil of joy comes to do. It gives you hope. It lifts you up. When you go you know, out from the presence of God, not the presence of God, but when you're going after, after soaking yourself in the presence of God and you know that, well, I am, I am, I am covered. The Holy Spirit is on me. And you know, you, you very know that, well, I'm going in power. You've got the confidence that people can try to discourage you, but you cannot be discouraged because you have heard the word. Hallelujah. And now Zeng is here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Two, three months later, I was expecting, I was just like, this is the child. The first shall not be your last. Amen. Amen. The oil of joy. Amen. So we're going to do one thing. Uh, I've got that video that I want us to, uh, want us to watch. And I'm going to finish. We're going to pray. And uh, just, just, just be ready. Because the anointing of the Lord is in this place. Ready to give us joy. So, as you are watching this, I don't know what your situation is. Just remember that when the anointing of the Lord is poured out, when the oil of joy is poured out, it doesn't matter what your situation is. He comes to turn the situation around. Amen. 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 